Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Student of the Gun University, a place for education and enlightenment. We help you gain a new perspective and understanding of firearms training. Your teacher today will be Professor Paul Markle, a veteran small arms and tactics instructor with 30 years of knowledge and experience. Grab your number two pencil, turn to page one, and let the learning begin. All right, thank you very much, Johnny. It is time for yet another Student of the Gun University podcast. I am your host, Paul Markle. Thank you very much for joining me today. We've got a continuing theme, uh, and that theme for uh, the last couple of weeks or so, the last month or so has been long-range precision rifle shooting. And the question is, the question becomes, how much scope do I need and how much is too much? Is there such a thing as too much scope? Uh, And when we say too much scope, what we really mean is there's such a thing as too much magnification or more magnification than I need. And that is a fantastic question. So what we've discovered uh, over the years is that when it comes to long-range shooting or precision shooting, the most important thing for your scope to have is clarity. Clarity, good glass. And good glass comes from good manufacturers, from reputable manufacturers. Your loopholes, your night force, your Bushnell makes great scopes. Uh, Bushnell, Mossberg, uh, not Mossberg, <laughs> I was thinking MPO, Brownells. Brownells makes good scopes. And then you have, you know, your your Zeiss scopes and your Swarovski scopes and stuff like that. That's really super high end. Uh, but um, there are several companies that have been coming on here lately. Uh, we had a student who showed up and he shot... He, he hit the mile target with his 6.5 prick uh, cartridge, 6.5 millimeter PRC precision rifle cartridge. And he hit a mile with it, and he had a, an Athlon scope. And I, have n- I had no experience with Athlon optics, but uh, he had enough uh, elevation on there to dial to 1,000. He dialed to 1,400, successfully hit the 1,400 target several times. And then we got him on at a mile, and we worked on the wind calls and so forth. And once we were able to, to dope the wind and uh, get his hold over, he was able to uh, strike the mile target twice uh, with his rifle, and that was with an Athlon scope. But uh, you're going to want, for distance shooting, at least a 30-millimeter tube because the bigger the tube, the more elevation you're going to get. The more, um, <clears throat> what, what do I want to say? How do I want to say this? The, the more options you're going to have. Um, that's why during the global war on terror, during GWAT, we had companies come up with like Bushnell Elite. They came, Bushnell Elite came up with a 35 millimeter tube. You're like, wow, when is it going to stop? Well, the reason they did that was because there was a demand for a scope that could dial to, not hold over, but dial to extreme long ranges. And that's the only way you can do that is by adding adjustment, adjustability to the scope. Now, when it comes to power or magnification, how much do you need? Now, if, if, the, if the atmosphere is perfect and uh, the light is perfect, you can dial up to 15, 18, 20, or more. But here's the deal. The higher the magnification, you get two things. The higher you dial up the magnification, uh, the more shake or vibration or movement you're going to have in the scope. It's going to be noticeable. You're going to see it. And also, the higher that you dialed, the the higher power you have, 
the worse or the uh, the more you're going to notice the mirage, right? You're going to notice the mirage out there, uh, the heat waves. You know, when the humidity is up and the sun is out and you dial up to 18, 20, maybe 24 power, you're going to see heat waves. You're going to see the mirage. You're going to see it in your face. Uh, and, and it's going to be very noticeable. And the higher you dial, the more that's going to affect your shot. It's going to affect your ability to see the target. And it can be, quite frankly, a distraction. We had shooters uh, during the first class, the one we did a couple of weeks ago, we had a shooter used a one to four power variable optic on a, on a two two three rifle, and he was able to make hits on target 500 yards. No problem. Once he got his dope, once he figured out his adjustment uh, and his wind calls, he was on it at one, two, three, four, five hundred, six hundred. He was about a 50 50 because it was getting to the point where it was just that was stretching it for the both the rifle and the optic and the ammunition that he had. Uh, but yes, yes, indeed, you can uh, you can use a four power optic. Uh, Jared had a, a scope that was a three to 18. And until he got past 1,000, he was just using it dialed to six power. You're like, six? Yeah, six. He was making 1,000-yard hits on a steel silhouette at, with, at a six power with a scope. Yep, sure was. Uh, we also had a, a gentleman that had a, a loophole. It was a VPO or variable power or LPVO, low power variable optic. Uh, and it was a 1.5 to 5. And it was on a 308 rifle. And he was on, he worked up his dope. 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. Got to 800 yards using a 5 power scope. So what you need to focus on more than super high powered scopes. And the truth of the matter is, is the, you know, the market is this. They want more money for higher power scopes. The most, the, the most important reason to have a higher power is for target identification. It's not for action. That's not for accuracy. More power, higher magnification doesn't necessarily make, it doesn't make the scope or the rifle or the ammo more accurate. What it does is it gives you a greater opportunity to identify it. And if you're hunting, you know, if you are a hunter, you need, obviously, uh, to identify your target and some hunters, you know, they're like, well, I don't want to shoot a, a deer that has less than 10 points on its head. Or I don't want to shoot, a, you know, uh, I, I've got to, when I'm moose hunting, I have to make sure that the, the brow tines are so big and so far apart. And, or, you know, I'm elk hunting and I see an elk at, at uh, you know, 575 yards and it's a bull, but I want to make sure it's got enough points for Boone and Crockett or whatever. Um so the, your magnification is primarily used for target identification. You know, your magnification, you know, dialing something up to 20, 21, 20, or not 21, but, you know, that's always an even increments, 18, 20, 22, 24, whatever, sometimes 25. Dialing it way up high, it doesn't make it more accurate. It doesn't make the bullet fly straighter. It doesn't make your trigger press that much better. Uh, it just helps you to identify the target. But like I said, at distance, uh, the higher the power, the uh, more uh, problems you're going to have or the bigger issue you will have with the mirage. You're going to have mirage. 
and it could be disturbing. And also, if you're if you are trying to make a shot, remember we talked about a little bit earlier about the higher the magnification, the more the more uh, vibration or movement you're going to have in the scope. Uh, if you need to make a shot from an uh, less than stable, as for instance, you're you're kneeling or you're trying to make a, a standing shot, you know, an offhand shot, you want to dial the power down low, not high. Uh, you know, kneeling, standing, maybe you're sitting and your back's against a tree and you throw the, the scope up into your shoulders and you're balancing your, your, your elbows on your knees or whatever. You need to dial the power down, not up. Because if you dial it up, the, the movement and the vibration and the shake in that scope is going to be extremely distracting. It's going to be extremely distracting. So when you're when you're shooting from less than stable positions, like like I said, a uh, a bone support position, like a kneeling position or a standing position or whatever, you want to dial that power down, not up. You want to dial it down. So, how much scope do you really need? You know, we've had people successfully shoot the thousand yard targets out here on our range with ten power scopes. We've had them successfully shoot the. You know, we had a guy had a fixed twelve fixed 12 power scope and uh he got all the way out to a thousand and then we got him he was able to to dial and get to 1400 with a fixed power 12 right 1400 yards using 12 power and that was plenty we've had people hit the steel targets repeatedly on demand with 10 power scopes so before you spend a lot of money on these huge you know, 20, 24 power scope, you might want to stop and say, do I really need that much magnification? And is it actually going to be a benefit to me? Or is it going to, is that much magnification going to hinder me? Yeah. I, I don't really, I don't know. Carlos Hathcock, the most, one of the most famous American snipers, uh, did all of his work with a, a fixed nine. He had a fixed nine power scope, you know, World War II, they were using fixed eight power scopes and and four power scopes. Uh, you know the 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 fa- famous Russian Dragunov semi-automatic sniper rifle, right? Uses a fixed four power scope. So, do we really need twenty-four power scopes or you know twenty power scopes or whatever? Maybe you know maybe that's you know that's your bag, man. That's what you want and that's what you have to have. But understand this. Dialing it up to 24 doesn't make the gun more accurate. doesn't make the bullet fly straighter. It doesn't, you know, the scope doesn't apply the fundamentals of shooting to the rifle. That's you. You have to apply the fundamentals of shooting to the rifle. Um, so thoughts on scopes. Thoughts on scopes. Uh, how much do you want to spend on a scope? If you are serious about long-range shooting, if you're serious about long-range shooting, you're serious about precision shooting, and you want to be able to put the bullets on target, on demand, all the time, regardless of the distance, regardless of the circumstances. You need to spend about seventy-five, between seventy-five and one hundred percent of what you spent on the rifle. You're like, what? No, man, I spent twelve hundred dollars on a rifle. Uh, I'm not going to spend twelve hundred dollars on a scope. Well, you should spend six, seven, or eight hundred dollars on the scope because if you spend two hundred dollars on a scope for a twelve hundred dollar rifle, you're wasting your time and your money. You're wasting your time and your money. So, uh, but the good news is right now, as I'm speaking the words into this microphone, uh, many, many, many companies and online dealers are putting their optics on sale because, well, it's as I'm talking, uh, it's summertime. 
and uh, the shooting sports community world uh, sales are down because everybody's out doing outdoor thingies playing baseball or fishing or boating or camping or whatever and they're not buying gun stuff so now is the time to take advantage of these deals so especially on optics uh, i'm seeing optics really good optics on sale all over the place so that's my uh, word of the wise for you guys all right there you go that is my thoughts those are my thoughts on uh, long-range precision scopes and uh, i am your host paul markle thank you very much for joining me i truly appreciate it and we'll talk to you again real soon thanks for joining us today we are big fans of the value for value model please go to sotgu.com to contribute the amount that best fits the value that you got out of this lesson it could be five dollars or five million dollars by contributing you will help the show grow and assist in the education of your peers and remember you are a beginner once a student for life